podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is A View from the Bridge, official podcast of the Belfast Giants for kingdomofthegiants.com. Today's Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2020, 20, 2022. <laughs> My name is Patrick Smith. Uh, we're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You can also download us on, podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, a more of your normal podcast providers. And as I discovered today, you can actually say, Alexa, play the A View from the Bridge podcast and... Alexa, stop, stop, stop. Do you do you realize that you've just caused chaos in homes all over the place? Yeah, good. good I hope so. Are you sure you do that and it'll come up uh, on this week's show? Alexa, tell me up. a dirty joke. <laughs> unplugging, unplugging Alexa now. We're off to a flyer. Brilliant. The mixed weekend for the Belfast Jazz with victory in Wales and just falling short in Surrey. We'll get to those games shortly. Scott Conway is our guest on the fan agenda. We'll, Joe will be giving us all the news from around the league. And there's three games in the next seven days for us to have a look ahead to. Uh, Mr. Mitchamsey, how are you doing? Good evening, Patrick. I'm not too bad. Not too crazy bad. What's the drink of choice tonight, mate? Uh, a little Moretti. Mm. Find a bag of beers downstairs that somebody brought back from a party. So I've put them in my fridge in my bedroom and just been taking them one week at a time. Well, we were ready. Nice. Joel, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, Good. was there a big gender reveal this week, mate? We are having a wee. Did baby you have a big boy. party? Did you have like where like something exploded? No, sort of I, 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 a lot of those gender reveals. It, it can also go so horribly wrong. I mean, I thought that was better just to be understated about it. So we, we find, out <laughs> on, uh, find out on Saturday, was it? Was I just realized you're talking about the baby there. <laughs> Congratulations, Joel, uh, or do we say they, or what is it these days, Joel? You, we are having a baby boy, and uh, yeah, boy, very, very delighted. Would have been delighted regardless. You know, it's one of those things you just you want everything to be as healthy as possible, and, and you know that, that things are progressing well. But uh, yeah, a boy, a boy sounds about right. Take Another it from me, you know, Davy has two little girls, beautiful little girls. But I know, take it from me as a little boy. <laughs> girl, girls are girls are great they're intelligent they're to the most part they'll do it at, at this point Declan he's three he's just going wild punching Chaos things agent. jumping over and just wrecking things Declan the destroyer so yeah that's love that I'm yeah thank you <laughs> not for the first time this week you've given me really encouraging words thanks buddy. yeah that's, that's that's the way that's the way I'm going to do it man. anyway let's crack on the show we're going to start actually because tomorrow Davey is actually quite a special day. Oh, yes. That's oh, dear. Here we go. I forgot about this. You got a little bit of action there, have you? I do have a little bit of action about to share. There yeah, it is. Tom, Tom, Tom the 26th of October, 2022, marks 20 years since the Nottingham Panthers came into the SSE, then the Odyssey Arena, and a brawl took place. Davey? You know, it was it was one of those end of the game. I think a pocket rocket. If I'm right, stand on the other side of the glass. He is. We have McCoy is there, and um, 
you know, I think well, at this stage, Paxton's got a good one-on-one going there. Nike are grabs him from behind. I think Pobart's involved as well. Somebody wriggles loose from um, somewhere else. And this is just disgusting at the end of the day. And, and Nike Hart had the, the faces Waterloo on the, I think it was the 31st of December that year, or certainly mm-hmm. in the December. They went center ice, of course, formerly of the Nottingham Panthers. Gary Moran said Barry Nike never lost a fight, but he got fed his dinner that night. And unfortunately for Paxton, you know, that, that left Paxton with proper life-changing injuries. And it's it's not something Paxton really ever wants to talk. I know we've got to never forgive, never forget. And that's for one of the main reasons, because a friend of ours got really seriously injured playing a game. Yes, you know there's risks involved in fight. There's Ricky as well. You know there's risks involved in these big guys like Paxton all knew the risks. Mm-hmm. But that was dirt. That was from behind, punching in the back of the head causing serious, serious brain injuries to Paxton. It's not something that I know 20 years on burns as hot in my veins as it ever will. I hate that Panthers organization, everything that ever came out of them. <laughs> the M42 is the only decent thing that ever came out of Nottingham. It was one of those, uh, I, I wrote up. I wrote a piece long, long, long ago for um, Kingdom of the Giants about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I remember piece. back Great in, piece. it was, put it on, get it back I on think, again. I'll have to find it, but it was, it was one of those that, you know, it, it was, a, Nottingham Panthers fans always give a bit of a, forget, but it's not that, it's, it was a coming of age for the Belfast Giants as an organization, the Belfast Giants fans, as fans watching the game, you know, it was a second season, a season that we went on to, um, we went, to, we went on to win the title. It was second season or third season? Second. Second, yeah, second season. We went on to win the title, but it was one where... Well, third season, really. 2000. Yeah. Oh, there's Ricky Stag watching. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Hey, the, uh, but it was, one of the, it was one of those ones that, uh, you know, it, it was the first time something that happened like that had happened in our arena. It was the first time we'd seen something like that happen to one of our players. And it brought us on as a, as an organization, brought us on as a, as, as a fan base uh, and introduced us mo- a lot more people to that element of the game. Um, and yes, it's something that we remember. And yes, we do have the never forgive, never forget sort of mantra that we put towards it. But that's more of a case of us than it is about anybody else. Joe, what did you, I, I guess was just, this? To, to be Go fair, I have Paxton's shirt from that night and he wrote it on the fight strap, so that's good enough for me. Absolutely, mate. Joel, he's not forgiving, uh, he's not forgetting. <laughs> from your point of view, mate, you know, obviously, you know, you're a lot younger than us. I do never, ever bring that up, actually. I find it a very sensitive topic, but I am a lot younger <laughs> than both of you, despite how haggard I look right now. Yeah, look, it's it's folklore, isn't it? You know, like, uh, it's, it's in the same way, uh, not to jump straight into a football comparison, but you know, you, you grew up around a, a club and, and here where we're from. Um, you know, obviously, the Belfast Giants don't predate the year 2000, so most people my age have grown up around a football club. And you have the old boys sort of, you know, put their arm around you, telling you stories, war stories of the olden days, telling you how it used to be big finals, big games, whatever else. And it's kind of like that, it's the Giants' version of that for me. You know, it's one of those things that once you scratch the surface of the club these days, you will sooner or later hear the story of. And, and the origins of one of the kind of great rivalries. And I don't care if, if Panthers fans say that it's not a rivalry. Um, it's, it's one of those things that burns bright for us, and I don't really care what, what they think. So, yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I definitely don't have the the burning fire that Davey has, um, but, uh, but I'm very familiar with it, and I can, I can definitely understand it. Um, you know, I, I think these days, you, uh, if you're going to rank Giants, you know, rivals in terms of on the ice and the teams that there's that much ill feeling about or the most ill feeling about, it's Cardiff, it's maybe Sheffield. 
Um, but the Nottingham Panthers has never really gone away as as the sort of archetypal enemy team in the league. Um, and it's because of that. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I always enjoy when you boys pull up a sandbag. Uh, I like hearing stories from the olden days whenever uh, TV was a lot more grainy. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I say tomorrow, March 20, I'm still struggling to deal with the fact it was 20 years ago, but yeah. tomorrow marks 20 years since that event took place. And, of course, the Belfast Giants play tomorrow night, so a bit of a request out there to Neil Whiteside. If you can get it on all the screens, get a commemoration going, that'd be great. Thanks, Absolutely Neil. right. But yes. Any thoughts yourself, Patrick? You know, you're you're like your own. Yeah. Why well, are you like, asking well, me? Well, like I said, a bit of bile spill out there. It's like, well, it, I remember, I remember it very well. I was stood on the bridge. It was funny, funny enough, when that <laughs> took place. And like you say, you see down below, you can see Wayne McCulloch, who was there, who was banging on the class. And we're like, get him on, get him on. The, um, That's <laughs> pretty <laughs> But, uh, but I, I recall uh, very well about how Nightcar was getting stuck in. Always, he got a travesty of the game awarded to him as well. And I remember being in the bar afterwards and we were just talking about it. And uh, and it just was one of those things that will always stick in my brain as being a seminal moment in my early career as a fan of the Belfast Giants. It's um, it, That game also had Corey Carlander kicked out for diving, uh, basically doing a Superman in the, in the second period. I think second period and getting um getting kicked out of the game. His um his lovely wife at the time uh, came by to ask where he'd gone because she'd missed that he'd left the ice and we'd tell him, oh, he's been thrown out of the game. But uh, it was a game that was full of uh, full of events and a game that we won. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, their mine. And uh, yeah, twenty years ago, mate, tough to contemplate. But uh, there we are. Here's to here's to, here's to more many memorable days. But that one was sticking the sticking the craw for. Forever, I think. Anyway, right. Let's crack on. The Belfast Giants returned to league action this week, and they travelled for the first time for a league battle against the Cardiff Devils, and were victorious with a four-two win over Cardiff in the Calbon Arena. Um, the Belfast Giants raced to a three-nil lead through Lake Goodwin and Conway before uh, Trevor Cox on the power play got one back. And then Blake Thompson made it for, uh, 3 2. And Goody on 50 minutes finished the game at 4 2 in goals. Jackson Whistle, 36 shots against, two goals against. The other side, Ben Bounds, 26 shots against, four goals against. Tom Pairing and Matt Rose were the referees. Davey, you were on the gantry there. Strong performance from the Belfast Giants. Yes, I guess advantages that were that it wasn't our first visit of the season you know having that pre-season game there i think probably helped the, the guys out a little bit um in terms of performance coming out in that first period so hard and sucking the really sucking the atmosphere and the emotion out of the building was really crucial and you know come 15 minutes into that game we were dominant yes the cardiff devils had their chance and yes i thought jackson whistle was absolutely superb between the pipes i think he turned away some like 34, 35 shots across the course of the night. But getting those two early goals was really crucial. That second period, as you would expect, a bit of pushback from Cardiff, but Conway coming up as he has, I think that's 17, 18 goals through 16, 17 games. He's just been on fire. He, he really has. He's been really lethal so far. They get the power play opportunity, of course, and on fresh ice, they've come out and, and they've brought it back to 3-1 and they've re-engaged the building and, and coming with that second goal. And Adam Keith calls an absolutely superb timeout for me and he just... He drains again. He almost drains the, the the arena. They didn't get the go again and use that momentum. He had sucked it all out again. 
and we came back with a really, really quick, really well worked goal. Coops goes down low, plays a little one-two off the back of the net, and then just that little backhand through the crease. And and Captain David Goodwin at the back post with the backhand just to stick it past Ben Bounds and and restore that two-goal lead. And the, the Giants went on comfortably enough to uh, what was a really, really good performance and a good win. I think you know Jackson Whistle's performance, Joel, as Davy as Davy mentioned, you know, to 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 turn away what was it I said he had thirty six shots against two goals against it was a, a cracking one, especially in that arena. Jackson Whistle just continues for me to go go from strength to strength. Um, I, I, th- I think maybe you know we, we've talked about goal, uh, goalie selection and how it's sort of chopped and changed, and how you know a goalie being pulled is not necessarily on the goalie and whatever else. But with all of that set aside, I think it was telling that that Wiss was the go-to for for this entire weekend, um, and I think he was rightly in between the pipes this entire weekend, even in the the loss that we'll come on to talk about. Um, but yeah, look, Wiss is uh, growing as a, as a person. You have to remember he came to Belfast so young; he was fresh out of the WHL. He had sort of historic hip problems that weren't dealt with. He's had you know fairly big surgery to get those corrected, and it's taken him a while to kind of come back. Um, and, and feel completely comfortable. But I think we're starting to see Wiss at his best now. Um, and, and to be honest, I still think there's a lot more to come from him as well as he continues to grow. But he's right up there now in terms of the league rankings for save percentages, um, and, and it's great to see. Um, I, I just hope that uh, that Peyton Jones's confidence is, is, is good and that Peyton Jones is working away, and, and he knows that he'll get his chance and he knows that he'll contribute to this team. Um, but it's no bad thing for us to have uh, two, two good goalies kind of chicken it out. Davy, for us to race ahead like that and, and get those two goals and, and three goal lead in the, against Cardiff, obviously in recent years, Cardiff have been up there battling, but for the Giants to take that the way that they did, and yes, they, 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 Cardiff battled back, but what was it about Cardiff that made that they were struggling against the Giants? I don't necessarily think it's true. We're very, very strong team possessionally, 5-on-5, five five and you know we eliminated a lot of it. But as I say, the home ice advantage that Cardiff have is one of the big factors for their game. And if they don't have it, which we just didn't allow them to get, we didn't allow the crowd to engage. And it's like, yeah, hockey's a massive game of emotion and momentum. And we just didn't allow them any momentum. We didn't allow any emotion in the game. And we'd, we'd kill that game, basically, after 15 minutes. We were so good, so strong. Okay, and we'll come on to, we'll come on the Saturday as well. That line of Conway Goodwin and Cooper is absolutely unplayable at times and if you can't if you can't shut that down and the Cardiff Devils couldn't shut them down um you're in big trouble but conversely that we're not getting much secondary and tertiary scores that's a problem we're not getting much from the from the blue line either in terms of scoring so if you know if teams can shut down that top line it becomes a little more difficult for us Cardiff Devils couldn't do that and you know Conway Goody I keep going to say Pekinich but Coops had their way (laughs) absolutely had their way with the, the Cardiff Devils defence and Ben Bynes in particular. Speed is a big thing there as well, Joe. Massively so. You know, actually, if you don't mind, just a, a kind of note on that top line as well. I always kind of look for the narratives through a weekend, you know, the, the sort of uh, the stories that tie games together. Um, and, and a lot of the chat is obviously about that top line, about the speed of that top line, their, their, uh, their speed on the transition, their ability to execute, and also their ability to pull a goal out of nowhere. For me, the, the defining moment of, of that game wasn't the first period where we romped a, a 2-0 win with high tempo. It's whenever Brody Dupont clearly 
uh, kicked a few uh, water bottles around the room in that first period break and sent the Devils out to respond, and they did so. Um, mm. But that's that second period for all of the offensive pressure that the Devils offered. What happened? Scott Conway gets into the zone on a one-on-three, gets a shot away, picks up his own rebound, and sticks another goal in. That to me is the momentum. That that that's twenty minutes of a, of a, a Devils team who have just emptied their bag trying to to get back into this game, and Cons absolutely hammers them with another one. Um, but then you move into, and we will move into obviously Guildford the next day. And what happens whenever you don't get those moments and don't get that scoring necessarily as freely from your top line? Where's it coming from? Um, so it's it's the, the top line's ability to to perform in the Devils game, and it's looking for secondary scoring and, and those moments from uh, from other lines whenever things aren't going so well. Davey, you agreed on that point of Brody Dupont getting getting them motivated for the second period. I, I think they were a lot stronger in the second period, and we had to be defensively really signed. And when I say defensively signed, I mean all six guys in the ice had to be defensively signed. And I think we were. We got, you know, sometimes you can be critical about about lines not scoring, but like Steve Ory, Chad Butcher, Tyler Soy were doing so much work going back towards their own net, which sometimes you know you can't factor in the amount of block shots. I think I had a little rye ra- with. Finney on on Twitter on Saturday morning. You know, I think we blocked. Is 10. he still around? <laughs> but, you know, he's it, talking about all the Cardiff Devils out hit us. Well done. You, you get a hang a banner. Hang a banner. Um, hang a banner. Where loads of hits. Twenty two, twenty three. Well, my, my point, I guess, on hits versus blocks. I like blocks as a slightly more a better metric of um, how you can gauge. You know. In terms of Lion. what effect what affects a game more, um, yeah. in terms of statistics, you know, roughly every ten shots a goalie concedes a, a goal. Roughly, you know, if he gets ten at his belly, he saves all ten. But just roughly over the course of a season, they save ninety percent of the shots. So one in every ten shots goes in net. If you block ten shots, you basically statistically avoided a goal. Um, so I'm just saying it's a better metric, you know. And we had ten guys, to, and every demon on um, Friday night had a block shot, you know. Every D-man had multiple shots on goal. So we got a lot of um, offense and defense from the blue line on Saturday or on Friday night. So, you know, in terms of buy-in, yes, through that second period, Cardiff Devils came hard, but we were able to stand up that. As you say, Coop's going down that left wing and just popping it into Cons, who's able to, all that two touch and one touch to play before the game, just taking it off his skate. And it's actually off his skate to save and, and you know, reading, reacting, going in and, and getting his own rebound to, to put his 3-0 up. And at that stage, we were really solid. And unfortunately... I'll call a couple of ropey calls for sure. Um, put us up against it and coming out with that cheek of fresh ice in the in the third period. Let, let them get back into the game quickly. But you know we were able to stamp ourselves back in. Like, yeah, it's just a real professional performance on Friday night. Yeah, a four-three win for your Belfast Giants in Cardiff. The highlights from that game are available from our friends on Devils TV. Uh, and that's all that um, happened this weekend. Here's Scott Conway. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, you can get those doves here. A more great, um, a great broadcast. Well, I was trying to think of what it was. Great broadcast from, uh, from Murph and from Sheds. How were they, mate? Did you see Murph and Sheds there? Yes, that then they dropped them down a week. Coffee. Coffee. Sure, like, like, I promised the coffees. Um, it took me three hours to get from Bristol to, to, um, Ooh. Cardiff, so I had I also took nice. three hours to get back again. So um, I uh, it's I couldn't on, go to, on the bridge. Hard to know. It's it's like there's a red line in the sat nav, and you, you you sit in traffic for twenty minutes, and just for no reason, it just no goes at forty mile an hour and then stops again. Five and minutes goes later. away. Yeah, no line reason. So I could I couldn't get there nice. Um, I couldn't get there nice coffee shop as a promise. So they just had to do with coffees from the concessions. So. Uh, yeah. 
Delivery's delivery. But they were in good form. Seen them afterwards. I, I, I took a guy called Michael Dobrovoski with me to his first hockey game. I told you his last oh, week. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. How did that go? I took Michael down. And took, I say this often. We're in a really, really privileged position where we get get to like, meet people and stuff. So he's, able, he's a big Leafs fan. So he couldn't believe that Sheldon Keith's brother was uh, mm. Adam, you know, and Adam was very, very gracious with his time and someone had a chat to him, apologize for the fantastic. Leafs and stuff. Um, got to meet Shades, got to meet Murph from Newfoundland and other, you know, and uh, who else did I meet? Uh, can't remember one of the guys. Jackson, Jackson Wilson came and had a little chat to him as well. So, you know, the boys are very, they're, they're splendid with their time and really gracious with that. So it was really nice for Michael to go to his first game and we had six hours of chat <laughs> going, going backwards and forwards from the game. So, uh, he, your best friend, man. Well, that goes uh, six well, hours. Unknown to me. So I, I only met Michael in September and he didn't even know there was hockey in the UK and has now got a primary source sports subscription. He has taken every um, webcast. So he was able to, we're driving down to Cardiff and he was able to tell me all about the, the Coventry games. He had watched both of them and who Love was that. going, who wasn't going. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, it was really, as I say, really nice the boys to spend their time with them. And, uh, you know, that stuff's not taken for granted. So we appreciate yeah. that when they do that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Right. On to um, lesser fantastic things. The Belfast Giants the next day traveled to Surrey to take on the Guildford Flames. Unfortunately, a 4-3 defeat for your Belfast Giants. The Flames goals come from Locke, Tedesco, Ferguson and Markland. Giants come from Bast. Our guest coming up, Scott Conway and David Joubert. Uh, in Nettieve and McAdam, 29 shots against, three goals against, and the other side, Wiss, with 16 shots against, four goals against, and the rest are Chris Wells and Andrew Jarvie. Um, Joe, I'll start with you, a frustrating one. We knew we were coming into a battle here. You know, Guildford have already done the job on us uh, at, at the SSE. Um, we, we know that they that, uh, that Paul Dixon puts together uh, a fast skating team, always a team that, that will that will kill you again in transition, that will be, they'll be hard skaters, fast skaters. Um, I think the, the the story of this weekend and the summary um, was perfectly put, I think, by Adam Keefe in the Belltel. He was speaking to uh, our, our friend Adam McKendry just saying right now we're trying to pass the puck into the net and just giving up turnovers which feeds into the transition game and Guildford hurt us in particular because they're so fast we weren't dirty enough to find that extra goal that we needed we timed our comeback too late finding more offensive contributions that's something we need to address going forward um, yeah like I mean it's uh, stressful on these are back by the way um, we, we did get <laughs> uh, we did get a foothold on the game with that five on three uh, power play, which was was a big opportunity, and, and Guildford as well. Even not not just in terms of their speed and their offense, they've also, uh, I think anyway, David could correct me, but have the highest rated penalty kill in the league as well. So, and um, the fact that we got that five on three, um, I think helped us out. The the thing that sticks with me in this game, though, it's a, it's a game we go to, away to a team that have beaten us, and it's a tough game. But we weren't by any means shellacked. And there were a couple of points where we had the game on our stick and, and could have. It could have been a completely different outcome. Um, whenever, after Cons ties it with a, another clutch goal in the second period, there's a breakaway between uh, Chad Butcher and Tyler Soy, a two-on-one. And, uh, and McAdam comes out and separates Toy Soy from the puck. Um, you've seen that go in kind of eight times out of ten. And then obviously David Goodman has that opportunity on the penalty shot. So I'm not taking too much uh, sort of – I'm not beating myself up too much about this loss. Uh, I, th I think that there are a few pivotal moments where it could have gone the other way. And again, as Adam Keefe says, if we had the secondary score and if we had the other lines contributing in the same way that uh, that Coops, Cons and Goody are doing, it, it could have been a different uh, different story. But you're not looking at that and seeing any sort of fundamental flaws or holes in, in our kind of title defense or, or domestic season. I see things that can be corrected and worked on. 
Davey, obviously you were at this game as well, and one of the things you highlighted, especially in our chat, was the the problem with the line change, which is quite apparent in that first goal. Well, it just we just kind of got caught a little bit cold. This is a new rink for for a lot of guys, and we just you know first first shift, you know, 45, 50 seconds into the game, and you can see I think it's Gabe Bast going off, and and probably he was probably with um, Foley and um, I think Cully jumping on, and they've just allowed a stretch pass to the right wing, and it's the first shot Jackson faced. Yes, we're a little bit cold, probably just got caught cold there, and you're one 0 down against a team that you know have played well against you this season. I, Joel would say it as well. Fundamentally, we played really well the other night. Actually, um, yes, we could have taken a little more chances. I think we outshot them like two to one. I think Jackson had about sixteen shots on. We had about thirty mm-hmm. shots on, and certainly yep. through the game, we had opportunities where we could have. You've talked about Tyler Soy's opportunity. You've talked about the the um, penalty shot from from David Goodwin. But you know, we played well through this game. There was opportunities to to get back on top taking that penalty towards the end of the game with a high stick, I think it was, and we've even came up with a shorthanded goal. So, you know, we've scored every way we could this weekend. We've had five goals, we've shorthanded. Five on five, I think we're a really, really strong team. And I think somebody that might be coming on very soon, as he had a chat with somebody on the way off, he says, we'll see you. And, you know, we'll see at the end of the season how things, uh, that's not exactly what he said, but something along the lines of, we'll see, we'll <laughs> see how things are at the very end of the season, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, you can't be too disappointed. You can't get the, you know, all that cliche stuff that we're talking about, about not getting too low or getting too high. You know, I think that we will be looking, as Adam Keefe says, we are looking for that secondary score. And yes, David Gilbert came up with a goal where I think the first one's really nice on the five on three. We've played it in and, and it's a lovely read and react from Gabe Bass to step in there and, and get a stick on, you know, after there's been a, a shot and, and it's came out as a bit of a rebound. McCadden played well. Sometimes it happens, boys. The, their goalie played well. We couldn't get that yeah. secondary score. And it happens. I, I, you know, I'm happy enough that it was a good performance with boys and particularly nothing to worry about as such. Mm-hmm. Are the Flames the real deal, Joe? Hmm. It all comes down to stem power, doesn't it? It comes down to your ability to sustain that for a long time. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to disrespect, you know, uh, the teams like Guildford Flames, like the Coventry Blaze. Um, but it's one thing to have a hot start to the season and have momentum behind you. Um, but completing that entire elite league season and getting through it uh, and, and consistently putting points on the board, whole hand away, whenever everything's against you, whenever you're short benched, whenever you've got players missing, uh, that's the real test. And at the minute, the elite league, I think, sometimes suffers from its broad predictability in the past number of years. I think it would actually yeah. be really good for the league if other teams were able to compete and other teams were able to to keep up the pace that the sort of two or three that you could maybe guess after Christmas will be running away with it. I think it would be great to see the Coventry Blaze and Guildford Flames in the mix come January, February time. Um, but at the minute, I struggle to believe that that's going to be the case. Davey? They've got real deal players. Lock at the back. They've got good goaltending. Tate, Lagovic on the penalty kill. Tate has speed to burn. Tedesco. So they've got four or five real high-end players. Um, do they have the depth to sustain a challenge right through the winter and into the spring? I'm not so sure. That's not to say that Paul Dixon won't add a body here or there, but you know, while they've got that, it's a bit similar to Belfast Giants in that they've got four or five players really, really going. And when they're hot, they're hot. And you know, that's what's sustaining them up towards the top of the top of the standards. I think Tate is the real deal. Really, yeah. really high quality player and speed kills. You know, we talk about it in our team who's got speed, and we've talked about it for years. Steve Thornton loved the the, the recruits get speed. Speed's something very, very hard to defend against. And uh, you know. 
he's he's a really high skilled player as well as he just just saying he's a speed skater like um so they have players Tedesco Tate to say lock McCallum four five really really high end players there so I don't think they've enough to sustain a, a title challenge but they've certainly started very well. Mm-hmm. McAdam, I think, really impressed me in in that game. I thought he was sure. excellent, and the one back, and the one back at um at the SSC Arena. Right, the highlights in that game from Flames TV on YouTube. You can get that. Let's crack on to the fan agenda. Brought to you by our good friends at Belfast Giants TV, a guy that we really enjoy having on this show, and the man who scored at the weekend and is uh, continues to impress. Of course, Scott Conway. How are you doing? Hey, go ahead, tell him. Oh, we yeah, got a delay. No, <laughs> we got a delay. We'll see how we get on that. Turn your turn your phone sideways. Oh, it's a bad delay. Can he hear us? <laughs> oh, there come we on. Uh, yeah, who's yeah, paying the internet? Yeah. Who's paying the internet in there? This this <laughs> delay. We're just gonna be sitting here for like five <laughs> seconds waiting for him to talk. I've been I've been telling Kiefer to get on that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on the weekend, Cons? Obviously, a good result in uh, on Friday in Cardiff, but then another frustrating one against the Flames that took place on Saturday. Yeah, I think uh, well, we're a short body to begin with, so um, we know we're fighting an uphill battle. Um, I think Friday night game um, definitely showed that we had some character. Um, we came out pretty hot, and uh, um, we we were pretty comfortable in that first period and. Um, generated a lot of chances and um, negated a lot of their chances. Um, we did a good job on the back check, and we uh, we created that into some offense. Um, and we went over that in the locker room um, today, um, just showing that um, good offense is a good defense. So hmm. um, the faster you can get the puck, the faster you can uh, you can do something with it. So um, the Cardiff game was a great game for us. Um, it's a character team win. Um, but then we go into the, uh, the game on Saturday versus Guilford and, uh, it was okay. I thought we, we started a little slow. I think the guys were a little tired, um, playing a lot of minutes, um, the, the night before, but, um, I think that, um, we stuck with it throughout the whole game. Guilford's a good team. Um, but I think for the most part, we, uh, we had our shot of winning that game. Like you said earlier, we had Goody's breakaway or penalty shot, Jill Bear's breakaway, um, I had a chance there late in the third that um, could have could have buried. He had a nice nice save, pad save on me. Um, had a nice a chance in front. Um, I had Goody back door and um, didn't see the puck coming. But yeah, I'm confident in our team. Um, it's it's a long season, and um, I don't think uh, don't count me wrong, but I don't think Guilford's going to be there at the end of the year fighting for that number one spot. You don't think they do? You don't think they're the real deal? You think that they're it's just we they've we've stumbled against them? Yeah, uh, they had good goaltending against us. Um, I talk, I'm really good friends with Ryan Tate. He played in uh, my same uh, school as me. And um, just saying that the goaltending um, there has been hot against us. Um, he, he's, he, McCadden played with David Goodwin and uh, at Penn State. I played with him for a year too. And so you know he's going to bring it. Um, being against a, a roommate, which David was of his, and trying to show Oh, 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 Paddy! Oh, knew what it what it was going to oh, be. Back, so he's back, he's back. Okay. We lost. Sorry, did I cut out there a little bit? You're okay. You're okay. Just a couple. You're seconds. okay. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So uh, when good 
uh, Goody couldn't do his normal penalty shot that he usually takes because Eamon knew what he was going to do. So he had to switch it up a little bit there. Um, so he's a little <laughs> uncomfortable with that. But um, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, I think we're just getting everything figured out. I think we're going to be better in the defensive zone and it's going to create a lot more offense for, for others on our team, as well as, as uh, me, Goody and Coop. So um, I just think if we shut things down as fast as we can on the, on the D side of things, it's going to generate a lot more on the offense. You talked our Scott about um, being roommates or teammates with um, Tate, a, a young lad there that's, that's going really well. We were talking to about him just before you came on there and a really fast high skill skater. Is he just how you remember him? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he was talking to him after the, after the game. I'm like, if only I had your speed, <laughs> um, I'd pay, I'd pay, I'd pay for that. I would pay for that a lot of money, but uh, yeah, he's just, just it's a fast switch person um every time you talk to him he's got his little quick hand gestures and stuff but um yeah very skilled very skilled player very um fast skater and like you said earlier like it, it challenges our d especially seeing that much speed coming at them it's pretty hard for them to do their job all you can do is contain so and you say that we're working on so we had a couple we've had a couple of incidents over the last couple of weeks there where i think it's their second goal probably where we chip it up the wall and we, we all sort of think Coops is going to clear it out and we've half gone to sleep and four of us are on the half wall and, and Goody's on the left wing. The center ice is just completely vacant. So that's things we're working on this week. That's exactly right. Yep. Uh, okay, Joel. <laughs> correct. Cons, uh, you've, you've been playing, uh, I mean, when you went back to North America in, in 2009 when we were playing out in Detroit, I think it was uh, AAA. Um, you've been playing hockey for for a, you know you're not the, not the oldest veteran on the team. Good evening, Mark Garside, but you you have been playing for a long time now. You still seem to just have so much fun when you're playing hockey. Like how much of that you can tell us? There's nobody watching. How much of that is playing up to the crowd and enjoying a celly? And how much of that is just still there's so much fire in your gut for what you do? Yeah, I mean you know you know me. I'm a competitive guy. If I yeah. if I can score, it just feels that so um i just enjoy it um if you don't enjoy the, your job what you're doing then you're doing something wrong so um i just yeah. i just try to live every moment as i can i'm living the dream right now and um if i can be a better hockey player i'm going to try to be it and uh yeah so i mean here's the thing uh elite prospects has added a, a projected field to uh, a lot of their player records this year uh you're currently on pace for 54 goals 72 apples and 126 points how do you feel about that take that take that <laughs> Every day, it's not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> no, no, here, I, I, I want to come back on that because I genuinely believe that that's not enough. You, we were beating Coventry seven 0 the other week, and you were like busting to get on the score yeah, sheet. He wasn't done. Nope. That my my, my last question here. Before <laughs> yeah, I got. I, Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Combs. Go ahead. I was saying, I just got to, I just got to try to compete with my dad. <laughs> yeah. 250 goals that he had in, in the league back in the day. <laughs> you got to compete with the greats. You know, you'll always be in that shadow. No, the the one yeah. thing, uh, the one thing that I, I wanted to sort of ask. You know, you know, jokes aside, you saying you need more and, and, and whatever else. You you could have gone to Europe this summer. I mean, there, there's no way you couldn't have taken uh, something. I, I my, my personal opinion on Scott Conway is you drop you anywhere, uh, the extra league of the Dell in Sweden, wherever else, and, and you're going to go and, and put numbers up and do a job, and you're going to be up there in terms of depth. Stop selling them off. 
we all know this, Patrick. We all this is this is a fact, and we're we're holding on to him for dear life, just hoping he doesn't go away. And um, what what was it that made you come back? You know, what was it that brought you back to Belfast? You're bound to know, obviously, that, uh, and you're bound to aspire as well to to see, you know, what, what's going on in Europe and, and where where you can take your game. Um, it seems to me like you do have a, a real love for this club and, and for for everything that's going on around it, the energy around the place. Yeah, there was there was definitely a few things that pulled me back. Um, first was the city and stuff like that. I think Belfast is a top five, top ten organization in Europe. Um, no matter what leagues are, um, obviously leagues pay different, but um, you have to consider that as well as the lifestyle. Um, if you go to like a Austria, Denmark, Sweden, Finland, half of those places don't speak your language. It's going to be tough, yeah. tough on staff coming coming over there and. Trying to trying to figure that out, um, where to get groceries or where to even go to the toilet when you're out. So um, that that that's that's tough. At least she understands the language and she's speaking uh, a little bit of Belfast to you guys now. But um, uh, but yeah, so that was another poll. I mean, and then obviously the great core group that I knew was coming back. Um, yeah. I'm close with those guys, and and it's it's hard to just say, hey, bye, we'll see you later. Maybe we'll see you in a couple years time or whatnot. So um that was another big pull um i knew I, I had a lot of opportunity when i'm playing on this team um I, I had a decent year last year so um i was expecting to to better that this year so um I, I, as what you're saying if i stay on pace i'll be all right <laughs> please please just keep going <laughs> keep going let's um let's take it to twitter and we have twitter and some questions that have come in from people who are watching we'll start with a bit of a controversial one coming in from graham right i want to share this picture how do you feel about this picture and the ratings that have been used on nhl oh oh (laughs) 76 skating 70 shooting 64 handling 71 checking 65 defense for an overall of 69 that's disgusting i think i think uh the skating's a little too high (laughs) (laughs) that should be around a 45. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> Br- brutal. brutal. Uh, just, yeah. I, I, as the resident stat guy, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce in there on defense here and say and defend the defense, saying like leading the team in plus minus. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Hard. I, I, I strive in, in my defensive game, so that's kind of uh, uh, embarrassing, should I say, for the person who made that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But if you're if you if you're considering you got to compete against NHL guys, I, I get that um, they're on a whole new level than what we're playing at. But uh, yeah, shot is that say shot SHT seventy? I think that's seventy seventy for shooting. Be a little lower, but sixty four for handling. Soft as puppy shit. Come on now, Mister Truth. No, yeah, I heard that. Have you had a have you had a go trying to play as yourself? <laughs> no, I have not. I have not even seen that until now, to be honest. So that's that's uh, that's some good, that's some good craft. I like that. Hey, yeah. More more importantly, I want to see the rest of the boys compared to cons. <laughs> can we uh, can we see who the highest and lowest rated team or player on the team is? If somebody is There's watching right now and has NHL, look, could you let us know, please? Look at that mugshot. Oh, buddy. Where have they got that mugshot from? They've got that from uh-huh. the Giants. <laughs> no, no. What's that, like, what's that shirt? No, that's Indiana Ice. That was way back in the day. <laughs> It's an old one. That's 2013 14. Yeah. You've barely aged a day, yeah. Pons. Yeah. 
because I got my uh, sleep. What time is it now? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the, uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's um, thanks to Graham for that question. Another cheeky one that's come in from Dylan Cocky says, "What's it like to be the third wheel now that Blake stole Steph from you?" Oh, buddy. <laughs> well, you see, Blake is a beauty. I don't. I, don't, I, I get that completely. <laughs> I see him all the time in the stands wheeling. I see him all the time in the stands talking to a different girl. So everyone's got to keep your eyes open. around. <laughs> Uh, one that's come up from a few people, but we'll hear from uh, from Alan Brett. What's your favorite Sally? And if not hockey, what do you think you've uh, done? You know, I don't really have one. Uh, I, well, I'll start with the Sally. I don't think I really have one. Um, I'm just kind of just in the moment, just express my feelings kind of to the crowd when I'm, when I do score or do win a game. It's not so it's not um, one. The, the old <laughs> skittle. It's not one. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I like yeah, I love that. You like the bow and arrow? Uh, that's mine. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Used to, used to be right, a guy that played for a football team game. I support. Used to do the bow and arrow as well. So, you know, I quite like that one. You broke a few hearts with that All right, as well. I'm going to have to do that next time. <laughs> just, I can't, I can't uh, get these up, but I'm, the I'm just looking on Twitter and we're getting sent in some of these, um, some of these other... Uh, Belfast Giants smoke shots from NHL, and I tell you, some of them are absolutely belter. I've got to see. I got to see, right. see the highest and lowest ranked. <laughs> the, uh, I, need, I need to see this. Okay, while you're while you're looking them up, our party will take another few questions here. From who's your favorite teammate to play with on the ice at the minute? I can't pick one. I really can't. Pick um, two. Then. I just think. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for I'd have to, I'd have to say my I'd have to say my yeah. line mates, but yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I think um, me and Goody have been together. This would be our second year now, so um, we kind of click. We kind of get each other. He's a competitive guy. Um, we try to make each other better every time we step on the ice. So um, we listen to each other. Everything, every time he comes up with a thought, I listen. Every time I, he, I come up with a thought, he listens. So um, just just little ways to beat your opponents. I think we, we strategize a lot in the locker room and away from the rink. And, uh, yeah, it's just good crack, too. So. Patrick. Keep going. One more, one more, Davey. Grab one more and I'll pull up well, some of these. I, I go along the same sort of line there. Um, the slight nuance of differences then between having JJ as that sort of like out and out playmaker, if you like, versus Coops, who'll just reverse that rear end into the blue paint and let you and Goody get. Or even like people sometimes think of Coops as this just like a big bulldozer who go in the blue paint. Look at the play he made on Friday night mm -hmm. behind the net. The, the little soft hands for the one two off the back of the net and then a little backhand feed. That nobody was looking for for Goody just coming in open on the back post. Like Coops is a high skill player. He uh, he thinks a game at an elite level for sure. Um, he uses his big body for size. He, when he's in front, you can't get him out the way, and if you do get him out the way, he's going right back in there, or he's coming <laughs> out to help one of the guys in the corners. Um, yeah, um, he's got he's got hands. He's got a shot. Um, but the, I think the, the key thing for, for Coops is he can think the game very well. Like he, he gives me a lot of space. He gives David a lot of space. He can support us when, when we need support. Um, just an example, I think it was that, that same goal that you were saying. It, it started off with him actually flying out, flying the zone, um, creating space, bringing their D from our blue line, trapping them in, our, in our zone all the way to their blue line and beats them off the icing. And uh, yeah, puts his body to to work i guess um he's, a, he's a, he just thinks the game very well and um he creates a lot of space for us let's uh let's wrap things up briefly just with uh let's see these so there we go there's there's sam rupp and kevin rain 
Oh, Ritter, Ooh. look at that. Look at that lettuce. <laughs> 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 look at that salad, Ritter. I will say that def- I will say defensively, it has Kevin Ray at seventy, while it has uh, has Scott Conway at sixty-five. I mean, you take that, uh, which is equal, like- which is equal to Sam Rupp defensively, sixty-five yeah. for him, sixty-five uh, yeah. for you. There you go. What's that first one, Patty? Yeah, uh, skating. What's- skating, shooting, handling, checking, and defense. I I I feel like a little oh, Neil Whiteside dance team. Jan's TV kind of thing coming on here. Yeah. So there's a, on that one. <laughs> Rupper looks like an extra from Greece. There it is. Yeah. Oh, he's so a, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. <laughs> fantastic look. Here. I love it. One for if any, anybody oh. listening on the podcast, just, can get yourself onto the a, YouTube and have a look at this. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we'll, we'll see. I said there's one more to share. I think it's, and then we'll let you go, which is your entire line, which is, let me see. Good job under pressure, Paddy. You really, you, well, it's you, not me. It's a big all shout out to Graham who sent oh, these through Graham. on Twitter. Well, oh, so it's Lager, Lager and Goody. Oh boy. There you go. Couple wow, 67 defensively for Lager. That's incorrect. <laughs> 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 so good. 66 Six, better handling. 69 for Lager on the check to leading the team in hits. See this right here? See this right here? <laughs> <laughs> Look at, oh man. I can't and believe Goody's 70 for checking boys. for Goody. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I've got a feeling these are going to be in the player WhatsApp group very, very soon. It's, it's, it's been done out of a hat. Clearly, somebody's we'll just, we'll, we'll, yeah. If we just get directly in contact with EA Sports, we'll, uh, we'll be sure to give them the. In the game. <laughs> We're gonna Good listen, Cons. We'll let you go just briefly before you go. You know, game three games in the next week, starting with Dundee tomorrow night. How are you guys set up? Yeah, um, we're looking forward to tomorrow night. Um, once once I get my rest after this, we're we're good to go. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're dialed in for this weekend. Um, we know there's three uh, three big games coming up, so um, we we can only take one at a time, obviously. So we'll we'll take Dundee as it comes. I know they got a new goalie in, um, Francis Murat. Um, he's actually a really good goalie. They've played with him and Allen. So um, we're up for. Um, I think we got the guys coming back in our line. Oh. Hello. Oh, yeah. still there. You're still there. Yeah. 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 So I I said I think we have a few guys coming back into our lineup. Um, this. So. this next game here so that's gonna um give us a lot more energy for the the games down the road so um yeah we're excited to play these games and hopefully come out with three wins fantastic well listen thanks very much for your time go get that rest and good luck in the next few days <laughs> thanks guys appreciate it have a good night Yep, there's time for the friendship for a big thanks.
to Scott Conway for his time and for the crack. Big thanks to everybody who got in contact on Twitter and the messages through this. We Sorry we can't get to them all, but a big thanks for sending them through, and we enjoyed that. A great deal. Jolie, time for some news. Yeah, uh, just for the record, by the way, JJ Pickenich is currently projected 54 points out in Norway, so come on home, John. Let's go. Uh, 54 <laughs> points in Norway and another 54 in Belfast here. Yeah. <laughs> do, do the Mike Hoffman and swoop in after Christmas to win a league title. Yeah. Um, your news this week then, boys. Uh, this past week in the Premier Sports Elite League, on Saturday, the Manchester Storm started their weekend right with a 5-2 win over the Dundee Stars in Altrincham. I'm going to pull this page over to the other side of the screen because I'm breaking you my neck. Um, the Cardiff Devils stuck five past the Glasgow clan without reply in Brayhead and the Coventry Blues were beaten 5-3 by the Fife Flyers up in Scotland. On Sunday, the clan came, oh, they came up so close, but we're beaten 4-3. Can't win. <laughs> but we're beaten 4-3 in OT by a Coventry side, to be fair, who needed their bounce back. Um, that now leaves Malcolm Cameron's side without a single win in 15 competitive games. Uh-uh. And if, you, if you've been on Twitter.com, uh, this week, it's starting to get fairly unpleasant in the crowd there in Glasgow. Uh, the Cardiff Devils took it to OT, but beat the Five Flyers 4-3 in Kirkcaldy, and the tabletop in Guildford Flames made it a four-pointer with a 6-3 win over the Stars. There were also two Challenge Cup group games this week, as the Sheffield Steelers left Nottingham with a 7-4 win on Saturday, and a bit of a barn burner of a contest in the old rivalry, and that, rolled, uh, that momentum rolled into... Sunday, uh, where they had a 6-0 shutout win back in Yorkshire, securing their place in the knockout round alongside the Giants, Flyers, and Stars. So the Challenge Cup groups, uh, I mean, pour one out for the Challenge Cup groups. They finally conclude on Friday uh, with another (laughs) Steelers v Panthers showdown, and the Devils rounded out with a home game against the Coventry Blaze. And we should have a picture of that knockout round. a quick note on Team GB uh, under-20s. Uh, Coach Martin Grubb has named his squad for December's IHF Men's Under-20 World Championship in Lithuania. Uh, among the names are your very own Max Stewart and Kel Beatty alongside uh, Belfast's own Carter Hamill, who is playing with the Leeds Knights this year. So congratulations to those boys. Great to see their development continue and another selection to the under-20s. Um, and we have, I don't know if you've got video, Paddy. I never spoke to you before the show today, but we have some dops this week. I don't know if you have Mate, come on, I'm always prepared. Let's go. It's not- this isn't this isn't my first podcast <laughs> it is nowhere even near your first podcast happy uh 17th birthday this week to have you from the bridge by the way you've been doing this a long time my guy uh david phillips formerly of uh this parish uh, quite a while ago now was assessed a penalty for an illegal check to the head on storm forward Jesper Orville on Sunday afternoon which caused an injury removing Orville from the game this one's quite unpleasant actually a, a winst whenever i saw this hit in slow motion so here i have to say as well sensational replays and really good slow-mo clear crystal uh, it's, it's some of the best kind of footage of, of one of these things i've seen um, but anyway still very unpleasant uh dob says orville's in control of the puck in his offensive zone driving to the net with brendan connelly defending and davy phillips back checking connelly uses his body and stick in an attempt to hold up orville and stop him, stop him from getting to the net um orville fends off connelly using his free hand getting him in front and continuing to the net uh then with orville tied up and slowed down after the battle with Conley. oh horrible horrible um, he, as it says, slowed down and tied up after the battle with Conway. Davy approaches from the side by cutting across the front of Orville's core, delivering a high, forceful check that makes the head the main point of contact. The snap on the head to the oh, side geez. is disgusting, um, where such a head contact was avoidable. Uh, they say it's important to note that Orville's head is the main point of contact on this hit. Davy's shoulder makes substantial, forceful contact through Orville's head, with the head taking the brunt of the force of the check. Uh, this is the key part for me. If he wants to deliver this hit, Davy Phillips must stay low, take an angle of approach that hits 
through the shoulder and court rather than one that makes the head the main point of contact. I, I just he knows going in at that angle, coming down the tracks with him parallel to him, that he's going to deliver a hit that's not uh, appropriate in terms of the point of contact on the body. And mm. with a player coming up a night after tangling with cons, can you roll that? Can you roll that party back again? At full speed. Oh, no, it's okay. Here, no, it's okay. It's coming again. I'm not sure that Orville just doesn't turn ever so slightly. Just, I don't know. There's not a lot of mitigation there for that. Look how, look how high his feet are when they both leave the ice as well. Like he's really chucked up. He's, he's thrown himself up into that hit. Um, it's, it's his, I don't it's want to believe that of Davy Phillips, you know, but what's the, what's uh, been the outcome? Uh, I'm sorry. Apologies. Uh, he has been... Uh, haven't written it down, boys. Haven't written it down. <laughs> well, I'll, get, I'll get it for you in one second. Hold on. I got it for you here. It's uh, two games. Two that's a very, very light suspension. I think it's. Le- I think that's incredibly lenient. Incredibly. And, lenient. and, and, and you know, David Phillips, formerly of his parish. David Phillips, great guy. David Phillips, not a dirty player, in my opinion. I love no, that. Love him. That's a bad, bad hit. There's just yeah. no. I'm trying to look at that. Does Orville just ever so slightly change his angle of attack just as David Phillips comes around here because he's obviously going to turn to the net? I just don't see the mitigation there. I talk often when I'm talking about when I when we're doing tops that there's a responsibility on the player not to put themselves in a vulnerable position. There's a responsibility nowadays in the modern game for a D man. I don't know what David Phillips can do because if he doesn't make the hit, he's in on goal. Yeah, but the 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 responsibility is on David Phillips there to make a better hit. And he has made a really, really bad choice there. And I think he is very, very lucky to only have a two-game ban there. Very lucky. And hopefully Orville's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he did come out of the game and has sustained an injury on uh, during that game. Uh, and he is, if you look at the IHL charts right now, the top point scorer in the league uh, with uh, 16 points. So that's a big loss for the Manchester Storm if he's to lose yeah. any kind of time. Um, yeah, look, and as I say, I uh, love Davy Phillips. I, I, you know, had a really good time with Davy when when he was here. Uh, he's he's a good presence about the place. Um, but yeah, that that hit was a shocker. Um, the, the way that head snaps to the side is really unpleasant to see. Um, so there you go. And just one last note, Paddy. There's no Premier Sports game this week. Your next live fixture with Aaron Murphy and Co will be on Wednesday, the 9th of November, when the Sheffield Steelers host the Coventry Blaze at 7 p.m. on Premier Sports Two. Um, got to watch Sheds, by the way. Uh, for the Cardiff game, and I thought he was fantastic. Uh, me and Danny were sitting kind of texting him in between breaks and stuff, and he was in really good form, but I was really impressed with Sheds uh, uh, beside Arm Murphy. I think, yeah, I think we said... So we said we said this um a few weeks ago about the the, the new sort of bringing in sheds and uh, and um oh, what you call her um the Scottish girl who the the anyway the new bringing in the new people as well to sort of co commentate with Murph to to share the load of Paul Eddie has been a real success yeah. it's been really good to watch and sheds is excellent to watch in that and the insight he gives from a from a shooter's perspective on how to build into the play is just is just second to none and not, no more than you expect from a guy with his record of scoring his point scoring goal scoring and likes and his status within our club so yeah fantastic um thanks for that Joel uh three games in the next um angela taylor thanks davy that's their name i've got a name check that angela i wasn't i was i was just trying to give it to you so you didn't have to oh yeah, it was no, nice no davy that's that's, that's very kind but david but uh, angela taylor that's her name and uh, fantastic she is as well on, yeah. uh, with the coverage that premier sports are now providing here about to change the name 
I wonder that'll be reflected on today, but we'll come to that, I'm sure. Uh, Via play, I think it's called. Anyway, um, three games in the next seven days for the Belfast Giants. We are home tomorrow night, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. to the Dundee Stars. Jeff Mason's Dundee Stars and uh, at the SSC Arena, 7 p.m. And if you're not getting down to that, Giants TV, of course. And then at the weekend, Saturday, away to Fife. Saturday at 7.15 p.m. over in Kirkcaldy at the Fife Ice Arena. You can get that on Flyers TV. And then back home on Sunday at 4 p.m., the Glasgow clan are in town at the SSA Giants TV for that. Three Scottish opponents, Davey. Oh, you hit this part. Ask me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah look, Scott Conway has been on, said they've been working on defensive things this week, um, which um, when you look back at the, the goals we've conceded, um, over the last while, defensive frailties at time. Uh, we, we play this really high, high pressure forecheck, back check. And sometimes if you you just one person just doesn't quite get the detail, maybe forget just like you know, bees to the honey pot and just leaves the the weak side wing open. And we've been hammered a few times in that. So, you know, it's good to hear that they're they're talking about that and, and fast defense creates fast offense. So that's that's all positives. Couple of guys come back. Obviously, we missed Sammy Rue up by ill at the weekend. We missed um Kevin Rain. Um Kevin Rain, who's obviously been out since the Scalefia trip. And who else? The big Derek Angeli. I I I don't know, you know, cons say Scott Conway has said there there's a couple back. I don't know which ones are back, and I don't know what the, the status of injuries is. So um, but bodies coming back, let's other people rest who who might need it. So um good and you know, take the overs. <laughs> Joe, new goal. Look, look. I'm, I'm being facetious there. As Scott Conway talked about it, they've got a new goaltender in in um, Dundee. Obviously, Muse coming in in Glasgow oh, as yeah. well. Unknown quantities in terms of like us trying to even analyze them statistically. The the, the, the data isn't there yet. They they put a full picture in. Um, you've got Shane one and five. You know, you're coming up against. There's there's no bad goaltenders in this league anymore. Um, you know, so start running goalies and try and get backups in. It's my plan. Paul Thompson-esque plan. Joe? Uh, I'm far too afraid of Adam Keefe to talk about any game beyond the next one. So uh, the Dundee Stars tomorrow night. Uh, you know, the, the thing with them is, and, and again, set my stall out, unashamedly love Jeff Mason. Uh, and, and I will warm to any team that he's in charge of. Um, you know, they've, they've been a bit of a mixed bag. They've been unpredictable. But the games they have won have been kind of upset wins. You know, they, they went on a, a three-game streak there where they beat the Nottingham Panthers in Dundee. They then went to Fife and beat the Flyers the night after. And then last Wednesday, they went to Yorkshire and beat the Sheffield Steelers. So no games or walkovers in this league. As much as I said that it suffers from predictability at times, any team on any given night can, can cause an upset. And uh, especially coming off the back of a, of a difficult road trip, Cons talks about the boys being tired and obviously dropping that game against Guildford. You're just going to want to get back to plugging away and putting points on the board. So um, let's, uh, let's get back to it. And uh, as much as I love Jeff, I hope we win. Here, here. Uh, yep, those games tonight. Sorry, tomorrow night, Wednesday, seven PM against Dundee away on Saturday, seven fifteen against the Five Flowers, and at home to the Glasgow Clan on Sunday at four PM. Any other business? And I'm just going to start quickly by saying good luck to what was his name, Chris McCourt, who's watching in and he's doing some uh, interview job interview prep. Oh, go get it. You got I this, have, buddy. You got this. I have, I have, I have. Hang on, Paddy. I'm going to send you a photo on WhatsApp. Can you quickly do something with it? I'll do my best. You talk um, through. I talk through it. I'll send it to. Can I give you one just while Davy's doing you that? You go for Joe. 
Um, just a, a really, I don't know if you saw this on Facebook today, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying, but just a really big get well soon to Nigel Cardwell, um, who's a, a great tenure Giants fan, him and Kathy. Nigel uh, took on well and was in hospital in Wales. Um, so he's he's saying that he's uh, it's a bit of better recovery to do. I don't want to obviously give away you know details on on the show, but um, Nigel and Kathy are, are two absolute sweethearts, lovely people, and they've been around our club for a long time. And, and Nigel is a, is a very funny, lovely, warm man, and, and so is Kathy. So um, I, I hope that he gets better really, really fast, and that he's back uh, back to his uh, his usual best very very soon. I wasn't the aware original, of that. The, um, the original Loki from King and Jan's form. forum. When did it be? Yeah. So yeah. Best wishes on your recovery, um, Luke, Nigel, and uh, hopefully see you at the rink very, very soon. Yep. See you at Christmas when I'm home, for sure. Kathy, yeah. two, two, two of the great people in regards yep. to it. So, yes, best wishes to them. And, and to Raj, who I believe, they're over there, they have a new grandchild. Oh, yes, right yeah. So, new grandchild, Indeed. so congratulations to him, but I hope they get well soon. Davey, uh, picture, there it is. And you got a big mark, a big mark of Mark and Kelly fame. Um, bit of a christening at the weekend there. Young Jackson. Um, don't know if he's named after uh, my favorite um, Sons of Anarchy character or not, but it seems good timing. Um, uh, or whistle. A, a young, a young Jack, or, or indeed, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> uh, spelled, spelled differently, however. Ah, okay, okay. So, congratulations to Mark. He wasn't able to go to Guildford. They were dying in Cardiff, helping out as normal on Friday night, but him and Kelly had to travel back up the road to Telford or wherever their their christening was on Saturday. So, massive congratulations! Look at that absolutely beautiful family photo that's one that put in the uh the album for future years but absolutely got a massive hug from him on friday night always great to see those guys and huge congratulations to the whole family there on on the little christening they had on on the weekend here here congratulations to them uh, uh anything else boys no sir no, Nothing. that's the case. I'm going to wrap it up because my mate Dermot's just getting off the bus at the uh, at the pub, so I'm going to leave this and I'm going to join him in the pub Love for a pint. To see that, Paddy. Unless Cause... unless Joanna's unless Joanna's watching at her dad's, which case I'm just doing. <laughs> which... I'm, 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 Paddy, I'm going to Paddy. bed. Joanna's not watching. <laughs> <laughs> Safe as houses, mate. Safe as houses. <laughs> Uh, you say three games Dundee and Wednesday, Fife on Saturday, and at home to the Glasgow clan on Sunday. Also, a big thank you this week to everybody who wishes well with regards to 17 years of the View from the Bridge podcast, which was the last week. You know, we really appreciate the people who got in touch and, and wished us well for that, who knew that this nonsense would last as long as it did, but it has. Um, big thanks to Scott Conway for joining us on the show. Thanks to yourself, Joel, for the news, and your thanks and you yourself, Davey, for the for the videos and the, the game. Um, you can get us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, WhatsApp. You can get us on WhatsApp. You can get us on uh, on all sorts of platforms, and you can get them on the Apple Podcast and on your normal download us on all your normal podcast platforms. And the Alexa thing, the Alexa thing does it as well. The kids will be asleep now. Don't be on it. Davy and Joel, thanks very much for your time, lads. Thanks, boys. Cheers, cheers. Thanks. And wherever you are this weekend, we hope you enjoy your hockey, and we'll catch you here next time on A View from the Bridge. Podcast Network.